Welcome to the Holistic Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Tracy, an astrologer and experienced wellness professional with a passion for blending science with the sacred, making out-of-this-world concepts more relatable to your everyday life. Join me as I demystify astrology and all things spiritual by giving you real-life examples and practical applications to provide a deeper sense of self and an opportunity for healing, happiness, and abundance. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Holistic Soul podcast. In this episode, we're going to be exploring the moon in your birth chart, the astrology of the moon, what does it mean, what does it represent, and how can you work with it when looking at it in your own birth chart. So let's dive in. In episode three, we talked about the sun, the sun being your identity, being your sense of self, your vitality, and your life force. And if you missed that, go back and listen to that episode. But you can still move forward in listening to this one as we talk about the moon. And so technically, when we think about Earth and we look out into the sky, we can see the moon. And the moon is our satellite. It orbits around us. And it reflects the light of the sun. So it truly represents the soul behind the identity. And for example, when you're looking up at the moon and it's a full moon, the moon itself isn't projecting light. It's actually projecting the light of the sun onto earth. And that's where we get the illuminating piece of the moon. The moon is naturally going to be kind of the shadow. It's going to be the parts of ourself that is beneath the surface And it relates to, in psychology, the subconscious or the subconscious mind. And it connects to the childhood conditioning, the behavioral patterns, the things in which lie lie beneath the surface. And if we want to think of it as the embodiment of your soul, the moon helps you feel. It represents the body that gives your soul life, the emotions that gives your soul life. It's how you react to your environment. It's what makes you feel nurtured, how you express nurturing, and how you cope with emotional stress that we encounter in our daily lives. So the moon is an important piece of understanding what's deeper within ourselves. Oftentimes when we're meeting and interacting with people, we are shining out our sun, our identity. We're often not shining out the emotions that reside underneath the surface. So our moon sign is really something that takes time often for others to see. And for many of us who might struggle to really attune to emotions, to feelings, the moon might even be hidden, hidden from your current consciousness. And it might be something that you have to work harder to connect with. And, and that's really where the sign position and house position of your moon comes in. So let's talk about that. When looking at your birth chart, you're going to see your moon in a certain zodiac sign. And the sign position of your moon really talks about how you react based on your subconscious conditioning, um, predisposition, uh, your childhood conditioning, just behavioral patterns that have been 
adapted um, over your lifetime. It's also the sign position of your moon is going to talk about how you nurture your body and soul and the ways in which your soul purpose can be actualized. Okay. Because the moon does represent the embodiment of your soul, there's a really strong connection to your soul's purpose. And in a future episode, we'll talk about the lunar nodes, which are connected to your moon. And that really represents our karma, where our soul has been and where our soul is going. But for now, when looking at your birth chart and you're looking at the sign position, what sign your moon is in, that's really going to talk about your basic needs. Then you want to look at the house position of your moon. This is where you feel most at home and emotionally connected. This is where you're going to seek comfort, as well as where your soul's purpose may be brought into your daily life, it, where your soul's purpose is embodied, um, if you want to put it in that context as well. So you're looking at the house position. And remember, houses explain where, right? They represent areas of life. And with the moon, we want to look at the moon phase. So we have eight phases of the moon that within a month's time, the moon cycle is about 29 days. And within that 29 days, 28 and a half technically, but you know, we'll round up for, you know, rounding up sake. And so we have the lunar cycle and we have new moon to full moon and then back to new moon again. And we'll do a whole episode on just the lunar, the lunar cycle, because it is truly fascinating. But you want to look at what phase of the moon you were born under. This is something you can easily do online. You can Google it, you know, moon phase calculator, put it in and find the phase of the moon in which you were born. And we add this part into the astrological interpretation of the moon because the phase is important. The phase kind of sets an underlining tone for, you know, that body-soul connection. It also illuminates the cycle of reincarnation from an emotional development standpoint. So what lessons are important in your life for you to emotionally develop and meet your needs and the needs of your soul? So it's really, really fascinating. So those are the three things you want to look for when you're looking at your moon and your birth chart. So, you know, when we talk about the moon sign, obviously the overall sign is important, but I really love dissecting the element of the sign. So we have air signs, we have water signs, we have fire signs, and we have earth signs. And the element is so important because there is a strong psychological mind, body, soul, cosmic kind of connection to the elements of astrology. And when we're looking at moon sign elements specifically, it's really talking about and pinpointing that how you react and seek comfort. So let me give you some examples. Moon and an air sign. Air signs are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. So if you have your moon in an air sign, you're going to react to life and experiences with more forethought and objective evaluation. You're going to do it more on a cerebral space because air element lives in the mind. 
And what makes you feel comfortable is when you're expressing ideas and interacting socially, whether that be a one-on-one conversation or more of a group conversation. There needs to be a way for you to communicate how you feel. Very important when you have moon in an air sign. If you have moon in a water sign, be it Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, you're going to react to to changing experiences in life with more sensitivity and emotion. And you feel comfortable when feelings are really deeply involved. You need to feel and you need to dive into your emotions. and, And oftentimes you need to know how others are feeling as well. That makes you feel comfortable. Moon and a fire sign, that's going to be Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. You're reacting to life and changing circumstances with direct action and enthusiasm. Um, You could insert the word impulsive here if you'd like, uh, especially those Aries and Sag uh, moons. You feel comfortable when expressing confidence and strength and really tapping into what inspires you. One of the things I always recommend if you have a moon and a fire sign is before you attempt to dive into your emotions, move your body. There's so much energy that's built up heat wise with that fire energy that oftentimes you need to move your body in some manner, go for a walk, exercise, whatever works for you before you can really settle in and and tap into your emotions. That's oftentimes key for a moon and a fire sign. Moon in an earth sign, so that's going to be Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. You're going to react to experiences in life with a little bit more stability and steadiness, practicality in a sense. Uh, You feel comfortable when being productive and working towards a goal. With moon in an earth sign, there's a need to ground into your emotions, and sometimes that's journaling, sometimes that's, you know, working with your hands and kind of you know, expressing it in in a more artistic manner or aesthetic manner, especially a Taurus, Um, or maybe you're creating a vision or a goal or or something along those lines that it's, it's a little bit more grounded into everyday life. So those are just some key things to consider when looking at the moon sign. Take into consideration the element. It's the easiest thing to start with. And that's why I'm giving you those examples here. With the phase of the moon, you reflect characteristics of the phase of the moon. And it really impacts your personality and really adds an element of a more soulful, you know, connected element to the practical application of that of that moon sign. And, you know, in an example, I'm going to give you all, I think it might help kind of illuminate what that means. But like I said, in a future episode, I will dive into all of the phases of the moon and how they connect to life. And um, even some really interesting things, especially uh, females, our connection to the divine flow uh, uh, and the menstrual cycle. It's really fascinating. I have a whole article on my blog about um, your menstrual cycle and how it connects to the moon. So check that out if you're interested. But let's dive into an example of a moon placement in a chart 
and walk through the steps of kind of interpreting what that could be. So for the example I'm giving here, that we have an individual with the moon in the sign of cancer in the 12th house of their birth chart. And this inner individual was born under the full moon phase. So let's, let's break that down. The moon in cancer, the moon loves being in the sign of cancer because it rules the sign of cancer. Every zodiac sign has a planetary ruler. And when that planet happens to be in that sign, we call that its domicile placement, its home placement. It feels very comfortable there and often functions at its highest level when it's in its sign. So having the moon in the sign of cancer, it's going to feel good there. And it's going to be a strong moon. It's going to be a fertile moon. It's going to be, it's going to feel good, okay, at home. But cancer is a water sign. And so we have to go back to first looking at that element. If you have a moon in a water sign, you're going to react to life with that sensitivity and emotion. And so oftentimes individuals with a moon in cancer are going to be more emotional, more sensitive individuals. That is their the embodiment of their soul. They live in that space of emotions, right? Then you want to break down the sign even further. Cancer, yes, it's a water sign, but its mode or modality is a cardinal sign. And the cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn. All four of those mark the start of our seasons, and they are known as cardinal signs. And cardinal signs are, they take action, they initiate but a moon in cancer is going to initiate or take action based on the sensitivity and emotions they're feeling because it's water energy. And so we take that into consideration. Here's an individual that if, you know, someone comes to them and says something to them, like they're going to feel it, it's going to hit home more so on a sensitive, a feeling level, and then they're going to act based on how they feel. The moon in cancer really needs to nurture themselves and they also need to take care of others to feel secure. Emotional security is important for a moon in cancer. Before they can open up and be vulnerable, they need to feel that they have that emotional security with another individual or whatever situation that they're in. A moon and cancer individual can get lost in emotions, which can oftentimes lead to moodiness. And especially when you're giving too much and not getting anything in return emotionally. Moon and cancer individuals are um, going to be a very sensitive soul. And especially if you put that moon in the 12th house, which our example has. The 12th house of the birth chart is considered a water house. It's naturally ruled by Neptune and Pisces, and it is a very deep karmic placement. It is um, someone with a moon in the 12th house is going to feel aligned with their soul and their soul's purpose when they're working on things that are happening behind the scenes or very deep, deep, deeply connected to the collective unconscious and oftentimes connected to karmic or, or suffering or things along those lines, like the underdog. Um, 
an individual with the moon in the 12th house um, oftentimes needs a lot of alone time, a lot of privacy to process their emotions. And uh, that's where they feel most comfortable is when they're alone. But there's this strong desire to help others after you've healed yourself. Through your own healing, can you help others? One of the shadow side of a moon in the 12th house can be getting easily lost in your emotions and that deep part of yourself that it's almost like escapism tendencies can happen. Um, any planet in the 12th house it becomes very sensitive to their environment and oftentimes needs emotional boundaries. They become very important. So regardless if it's the moon, which is obviously going to heighten that need for emotional boundaries, if it's your sun, if it's your Mercury, your Venus, et cetera, any planet in the 12th house just gets a little bit more sensitive to their environment. And so it can be really difficult to know what's theirs versus what's other people's. So that's very important to take note of. So as you can see, we're really starting to kind of break down when I just say moon and cancer in the 12th house, right? We can see how complex astrology is, but how enlightening it can be when we understand our placements. Let's add the full moon phase that I mentioned for this individual. The full moon phase at birth really talks to someone that is that seeks a lot of solitude because they can feel too much. And that really drives into the 12th house placement as well. But what's really important for their emotional development, anyone born under the full moon, relationships are going to be key to their emotional and soul development in this lifetime. They're learning to think and feel before they act. Um, understanding how their reactions affect other people. And they are also from a mental objectivity standpoint, trying to manifest or make their ideals more concrete based on their visions and illuminations that they, they receive. Um, oftentimes they have a lot of um, symbolic expression in, in their life and, and how they go about manifesting their goals. So these are, this is just an example of when we are kind of breaking down your moon placement in your birth chart. So follow these steps that I've given you and, and, and look at your chart, look at your moon. It's very easy to get lost in the confusion of a whole birth chart. But if you focus on your intention, always go first with what's your intention when you're looking at your birth chart. And for this example, it's understanding your emotional needs and how you react to life around you. So it is easy to see how important the moon really is in your personal astrology because it is the body and the, the emotions that gives your soul life. So I hope this episode has helped to open your mind to a different way of looking at astrology, you know, beyond what you've known before, beyond the general horoscope. And, and really diving deep into the amazing holistic being that you are and understanding yourself through the lens of your birth chart. If you want to learn more about your moon, I have an Understanding Your Moon course on my astrology school, which you can access if you visit ashleytracy.com. 
and you can dive into specifically just your moon placement. And I also want to announce that I have partnered with a beautiful, amazing healer. Her name is Sarah Spring. Her and I are putting together our first retreat. Um, and our retreat is going to be, we call them the star goddess retreats. And our first one will be in February of 2022, February 16th through the 19th. And speaking of the moon, we are purposely aligning the start of this retreat with the full moon in Leo that we will have next February. And if you're like me and you have your moon in the 11th house and community is important and community helps you heal and really align with your moon then this is great for you, but this is really great for everybody. And I hope you check it out. And we have eight spots available. Uh, and if you go to ashleytracy.com slash retreats, you can learn more. All right, everyone. That is it for this episode of the Holistic Soul Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Leave a comment, a review, a rating, and, and let me know how this resonates with you. And until next time. Bye, everyone.